0: All right, welcome to the Self-Sewn Wardrobe podcast and live broadcast. I am your host Mallory Donahue, and this morning I am serger demonstrating for you all. Sorry, I was a bit late. Um, my morning was stalling a little bit, but Sam came and she helped me get ready. So, hey, Sandy. Um, Hi, Riley. Good morning to everyone. You know, I must admit, I hate to say it, but whenever I go late, like more people join faster. <laughs> Elaine and Stephanie, good morning. I don't mean to waste your time. I really do try to be on time. I have a new planner. I should have been I should have been perfectly on time, right? The the new planner makes you productive. Okay, um, Sandy says she's watching for a few minutes before heading to work, uh, and Juliana says she's here with the baby. But I do want to say that a few of you say that you like own Baby Lock sergers, and you're like, oh, I don't know how to do as much as I, I wish, you know, I wish I knew how to do more on them or something. And uh, anyway, this video is one that you should watch later. Then, if you if you are unsure of the capabilities of your serger, I'd really recommend. Uh, taking a look because they really can do so much. That's why we love them. They're very simple to use. Uh, right now I'm unthreading mine because I had like gray thread in it. And now I've got four different colored threads in the machine. So, anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Stephanie says the, the planner makes you uh, productive unless you uh, stay up making a cover for it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> And actually, you know what I'm going to do right now, I am just going to put in new needles all around, because I don't know the last time we changed our needles, and so if you can't remember, it's a good time to do it. And today, I'm going to start out with two needles in the serger, okay, Uh, so that you all can... um, see what's going on Lauren says are all four of the the threads on here maxi lock stretch no actually these are the Madeira Aero locks this is just normal normal serger thread uh that I was just um you know I'm just showing you all uh with some normal serger thread for the for my traditional serger demonstration that I would give at the store I'm not I'm not the only one to do this um you know, type of surgery demonstration. You may have seen something like this online before. But what I really want to do, not only show you the virtues of the Baby Lock Serger, which will be apparent, but I want to show you what the different serger stitches are like. Because Mom and I did a Sewing Out Loud episode this past week that was all about just like the, the most common overlock stitches that stitchers use, um, that we use when we're sewing, and we kind of explained where they might be used, how they might be used, and uh, we don't have, like, a video on that yet, so I thought we'd, you know, host a little discussion here, and maybe we'll put something together that's a little bit more edited in the future so that you can learn and not waste a lot of time uh, listening to me say hello to everyone, but yeah, Uh, so anyway, all right, I got two needles in. And I'm going to switch from, uh, there's a switch right here on my machine. It says surging threading. And I'm going to go to threading. And I turn my hand wheel toward me until I hear the big click. Bam. All right. And so now, it does not matter which order you thread your baby lock in. What does matter, and what matters on, on all machines, is that you thread with your presser foot up. Everyone, say it with me now at home young old everywhere there's my lower looper threaded and I'm you know this isn't like a how to thread video so I'm going a little fast here thread with your presser foot up or also if you are if you're on a serger that's not a baby lock or it's a baby lock that has tension discs you need to read your owner's manual. It might have you put your tensions down to zero. Okay, so I've just threaded both my loopers while talking to you with the jetter threading. Or, excuse me, that is not the right term. It's extraordinaire threading <laughs> on the Baby Lock and Lighten. <clears throat> and it's always a bit harder to um, thread your machine with a microphone in your face. But that's why I just ordered... A different microphone that I hope will help our live broadcast be even cooler. Okay. Oop. Okay, so threading my needle. Once again, my presser foot is up. Okay. So now I there is a needle threader on the enlighten. Oop. But since there are two needles, you switch between the two. So I happen to be threading my left needle first. Got a little loop of thread back there. Cool beans. And then I'm threading my Right needle. (laughs) Hey Sam, can you get me the quick reference guide for the Enlightened? That's the one thing that I forgot. (laughs) Well, so far. (laughs) So a four thread overlock is what like a serger will come if you, thank you, if you buy one from a big box store, your serger will come threaded up for a four-thread overlock, okay? And that is, uh, that's then what people think is, like, the standard stitch for serging all the time. And it's not, like, a bad stitch or anything, but we find that it makes people hesitant to explore other stitches and also makes them not use one of the stitches that we love the best, which is the three-thread narrow for a lot of things, Okay. Um, Sam Riley says hi. (laughs) Hi. Sandy says we want Sam, we want Sam. Uh, Uh, Sam can be a little camera shy. Just so you know, Sam does make an appearance in the leggings class in case you were wanting some Sam, okay? Hey, Amanda, how's it going? Okay, so I'm threaded for my four thread overlock. And then this is what's sort of funny. So there are no tension discs on this machine. What there is, is there's this stitch selector over here that says ABCD. It's kind of small in my video. But, uh... That's where the magic happens. That's where the thread delivery system happens. And I know from my little quick reference guide here that uh, for thread overlock, I need to be on A. And then I have length and, or excuse me, (laughs) length and width knobs on my serger. Stephanie said last night that she put with permanent marker an L and a W on her knobs because she was having trouble remembering which was which. And that's okay to do. Even if you use a Sharpie, I think it will pretty much come off with, like, nail polish remover if you ever want to take it off. But, funny story, I received a lot of um, trade-in, like, older sergers when the ovation came out, and those L and Ws, a lot of people had written them, and... Anybody who got one of those sergers as a trade-in was delighted. They were like, great, <laughs> leave it on there. So I told Stephanie that it can increase her trade-in value. Okay, so I'm threaded for a four-thread overlock because I got two needles. I got two loopers. I'm on Stitch Selector A. And then on my length, <clears throat> really length is something you can play with quite a bit on a serger. You have your, you know, basically 0.75 to 4 range. And uh, Sandy says she can never remember which is which, length or width. And that is one of the things that, uh, that is hard. So you have a blade on your machine, Sandy. And when you move the width knob, you will see the blade move. And this is how I used to remember it. Okay? So that is, um, that's what can that's what can help you. Now, the width, I do like to follow their instructions. It says 6 to 7.5, so I'll put it on like a 6.5. Anyway, then I go to surging and I shut my covers because the Enlighten does have a safety feature on it where it won't sew if your covers are open. <laughs> Differential feed on N, and then here we go. Um, my length is a 3 right now. Do so you want to know how fast this serger will sew? It will sew this fast. So, someone asked in the group last night. They were like, "Is a serger faster at covering edges, at at overcasting edges, um, <clears throat> than a sewing machine?" Yeah. A lot of times it will be, just because the serger is so fast in itself in the first place, but then also it's kind of what it's meant to do. It's meant to overlock an edge, so it's just a better tool. Now I'm going to show you the wrong and the right side of my serger stitch. I'm going to like stand up, and uh, I am on this like pretty pink fabric, but I think you'll still be able to see, okay. Here we go.
1: How about them
0: apples, okay. So in the needles on my serger. I have purple and pink. This is the right side of my serger stitch. Okay? And in my upper looper, I have blue. And then in my lower looper, I have yellow. So you can see the lower looper on the back. So this is nice when you are learning your serger to put four different colors in so that you can understand the anatomy of the serger stitch, okay? So that's a four thread overlock. This is the serger, the overlock machine's most stable stitch, but still it's not what I would use to like, you know, piece together, I don't know, like an an actual dress. It doesn't leave you a lot of seam allowance. Uh, This stitch is more flexible than the lock stitch, and we discussed that in the podcast, how a serger doesn't really replace the lock stitch style stitch on your sewing machine. Okay, so keep that in mind. But that's where we start from, okay? And then I just want to show you all how easy it is to switch from a 4-thread to a 3-thread. I'm just going to clip my left needle. I'm going to go to a 3-thread narrow. And I'm going to sew out my stitch until there's no more purple thread. Ta-da! Now, this is something people said that was maybe new to them. They said they didn't know they had to take out a needle. If you uh, if you're not using it, so yeah. If I'm not using my left needle, I need to take it out. Uh, the enlightened uses just like a flathead screwdriver, and so I'm just loosening it and then do this is a hot tip, okay? Retighten your screw because if you don't retighten your screw and then you go and you surge some more, you could bounce that needle, uh, or excuse me, bounce that yeah, bounce that needle screw out of its setting. And one extra, I think maybe one or two extra does come with the machine, but there's a little spacer behind the screw that doesn't come with the machine, and you can rattle that out too. Ask me how I know all this. Okay, so to change from a four thread to a three thread, all I had to do was take that needle out. Um, I switch my stitch selector, and I know this from my quick reference guide, to B. And I put my width on 3.5 because that's what it tells me to do. And then once again, length is something that you can mess with a little bit. And then I'll do a three thread narrow. Um, I'll do it on this woven here real quick. I'll do it on one layer of woven, that's what I'll do. Okay, this is the stitch we would use to finish off woven pattern pieces. So, you can see by virtue of the stitch, it's just because it doesn't have that left needle in, it's a narrower stitch. It's less bulk and it will finish off your edge very nicely, okay? So, that's a three thread overlock narrow. Now, let me come up to the camera again. Those of you who could see that close up, you saw that the back of my three thread narrow stitch is just slightly, slightly cupped, okay? That's good serger tension, and what that can do is it can make it really easy to turn this over and top stitch it if you're actually hemming something like this, and I do that all the time. So, your three-thread narrow, um, it's very easy to change to that, okay? Um, we discuss that in the podcast also as the way that we like to seam together stretchy knit fabrics. So, I'm just going to do two layers of this through here. Um, tips for, yeah, Kate, the cupping is correct, just slightly. You don't want it, like, rolling over, unless you're doing, like, a rolled edge, but just a little bit of the cupping is, is, that's what you want, you know? And if you, if you, like, you know, go over and you press it, it'll go flat, but, um, like, on my easy tees, uh, what I would do on my woven ones, I would just serge the neckline and flip it over and stitch, and the serger stitch, it's it favors that underside it wants to flip that way and you can think about that when you want to know which way like you want your shoulder seams to flip you know you may want to have the the front of your uh knit t-shirt facing up toward you okay and then you send it through and then the seam will flip to the back or you know wherever you want it but think about that or keep it consistent as you're constructing a garment okay three thread overlock narrow on a woven, or excuse me, on a knit. And I may even go up to like a 3.5 here. Really rainbow pretty on here, okay? So, this is where we talk about thread blending and I have a pink thread in my needle And if I stretch my seam, I can see the pink thread. I'll come up to the camera and show you. Okay, now I stretch that thread out a lot, or that fabric out like a lot. Like you shouldn't stretch it that much over your body probably if you want a nice looking garment. But if I'd had a black thread in there, would have been a-okay and you didn't see any of the yellow or the teal, okay? So, uh, the other thing that Kate was asking and that a few other people were talking about is re-threading your serger. Here's the deal. There's no threading order on a baby lock. And with the automatic thread delivery system, you don't have to worry about the thickness of your thread. And Kate was asking about pearl cotton. So I just clipped my upper looper thread, okay? And I'm gonna sew out. And I only have two threads, right? Because I just have my needle and my lower looper thread in there. And then I'm gonna use some pearl cotton. Oh, I'll use this blue here. I'm going to raise my presser foot, put my machine to threading, turn the hand wheel so that's engaged, and I'm going to thread the machine with this very thick thread. I mean, it's when I say very thick, it's a lot thicker than your serger thread, okay? So serger thread is two-ply thread. Um, the lower the number, oh man, good pearl cotton day. Did you guys see that blow through? Um, so you... Um, You can just blow this pearl cotton right through And as long as you've threaded your machine with your presser foot up Like you're supposed to Then you are going to get a good stitch I didn't have to change anything, okay? So... When you're working with a heavier thread it is nice to go on two layers of fabric or heavier fabric. Like I would never do this pearl cotton edge on like silk satin or something. It's just it's very thick. So, um I'll just go. There we go. Okay people, this is what we're talking about when we talk about why the baby locks are special or like why the heck you would want to buy a baby lock, all right? This is why. So I didn't change any settings. I just rethreaded my machine. I rethreaded one thread, no threading order and here we go. Okay, so I did that in just the upper looper and my stitch is it's pretty but it could be more solid, it could look like a tighter edge if I wanted it to. Okay, So that, to do that, I need to change my stitch length, which, Sandy, it's right down here. <laughs> I know she said she had to leave. But I'm just going to go down a little bit and go down to like a, a 2.5 and let's see what that looks like. I'll do it on a different edge of the fabric here, I'm cutting off some of my previous samples. My machine's not moving quite as fast because it's taking more stitches, okay? And um, that's fine. And you don't wanna go super fast. I showed you how fast the machine could go at the beginning. You wanna go at a moderate speed with your decorative thread. And your edge will look a little different on every fabric. The only testing I do on a baby lock is really for aesthetic reasons. It's for, hey, is this, does this look pretty or can I go longer with this? And so I actually just decreased, I just decreased my length a little bit. Okay, this is really pretty. Okay, I just showed the prettiest surgery edge ever. Um, Marisa says, is there a cutter on the front or are you cutting your tail with the knife? I, I'm cutting it on the knife. There is a cutter on the back here. Uh, my normal, like, MO is I cut with the knife. I bring my tail around. It's not what you want to do all the time. It's not appropriate for everything, but it's sort of kind of my default, but... Sometimes you don't want to do that because you don't want that loop out the back, but right now it doesn't matter. Now, I only put pearl cotton in the upper looper this time, okay? But you can put it in both Uh, loopers, and I'll do that right now. Here, I'll just sew out my lower looper. I'm just cutting it and sewing out. Okay, open this up, Surging to threading. Snap that in place get rid of threads that you're not using, okay? Oh, and I need another cup. I didn't know I'd do two of these. Give me a second. Got it. <laughs> so what I'm gonna do now, ladies and gentlemen, is I'm going to do a three-thread overlock wide, actually, and show you, this is what we talked about in the podcast. People are like, why do you use a three-thread overlock wide ever? You know, where? why would that come into play? Honestly, I don't think it's a really, it's not a great stitch for construction. It's not a great stitch for finishing because it's very, um, it's very wide. It's just too bulky. It's unnecessary. Okay. So get there. Sometimes the pearl cotton, I get to show you my, my trick. Um, if the pearl cotton doesn't blow through, especially on the lower looper, then you get to use special serger lasso trick, okay? Still so wonderful. So what you do is you take some serger thread, and this is what I showed that Glenda asked for this. You clip it, your two raw ends, it's folded over, and you put that through your lower looper. So that came right through, okay? And then you lasso your thread around it. And then you pull. And you don't get it caught on your little switch. There we go. All right. (laughs) So those of you who have imagines, I think a lot of you are like, I have an imagine, you know, uh, this is a very similar process. Or if you have an evolution or an ovation, it's the same thing. Okay. So I've got my other two threads moved over. Now I want a three thread wide. This is really the most pain in the butt that'll happen to me today. Okay. Because... I actually have to move my needle over to the left side. And that's going to happen, you know, on any serger. But like I said, I didn't get it at first. When I was, when I was a, young, a young lass learning to sew, I was spoiled. And I got to learn on my mom's baby lock serger. And I didn't know what it meant to not have a threading order. I mean, you know, on a sewing machine, you can, like, thread the bobbin, and then you can thread the top thread, right? I I don't know. I was like, what's a a threading order? (laughs) So then when I learned about what a threading order was, because I had to teach people on some other brands of sergers... I was scandalized. I was like, what the heck? You have to, you know, if you want to change one thread, if you want to, if you break one thread, I mean, you know, thread breakage happens to to all of us, uh, especially, you know, if you are working with decorative thread and you like go a little too fast or something like that, you know, it can happen. But with no threading order, it's, it's like, that's almost the best part. The Jet Air threading and the extraordinary threading, I feel like are Baby Locks sort of claims to fame, and that's great. They are wonderful, but a lot of people will say, oh, I can thread my own serger, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I can thread those other sergers, too. It's, it's not a huge deal, unless you have, like, arthritis or something like that, and it can be a huge deal, but then <laughs> you... If you want to change one thread, you have to tie on, and if you're not breaks, you're SOL, and that does not mean sewing out loud, okay? So that's where this just comes in handy. You can just, you're unlimited on your serger. You just go to town. So what I wanted to show you for the three-thread overlock wide, and my, um, my quick reference guide tells me to go to Stitch Selector A and go to a width of 7.5, what um, When you get your three-thread overlock wide, you can get just more decorative edge, okay? You can show it wider, okay? And now I have pearl cotton in both. I could have done that on the narrow. It's fine. It doesn't matter. But just so you know. Oh, put your presser foot down. It happens to me every time I demo. Oop, oop. And I just messed it up. <laughs> Of course. Remember when I was like, oh, I get to relive the glory days of being a dealer and demoing sergers, you know? Okay, so hold on. New needle is needed. Mallory messed up. So it's all right. Everybody can know that sometimes I mess up too. Okay, my presser foot's up. And in case that happens to you, you've got extra needles, right? Here's my one from earlier I would say that I forget to put my presser foot down every I don't know sixth project or something (laughs) it happens to the best of us and it's kind of hard this is because the serger presser foot looks like it's down because it's spring-loaded so that's where I get flubbed up uh, to use the needle threader on this machine, you want to have the threading system engaged. That's something that is different on the Imagine. So just FYI, Imagine people, because a lot of you were saying that that's the one you have. On the Imagine, you line up the hand wheel, the little green marks on the hand wheel. Okay. do Yeah, they have the safety feature where, like, you can't sew with the cover open, but I want them to have a feature where you can't sew with the presser foot up. (laughs) We'll see if that ever happens. All right, and good to go, I believe. Oh, oh, I'm doing something wrong. (laughs) Of course, this would happen to me when I am attempting to demo a serger on the internet live. Okay. Mom's gonna like race to the rescue here or something. Might have to have Sam save me. (laughs) I mean, you all said you wanted Sam, right? (laughs) All right. So normally I don't break a needle while I'm surging, but it can happen. And let me just get my face in front of the serger and make sure I'm putting it up high enough. All right, and threading this needle one more time and I the needle should be high enough if I'm getting the threader to work. Can you all see me sweating? <laughs> I like to put my threads behind my foot like that. Okay, and let me make sure everything is coming freely through the serger because big cause of needle breakage can be if something is in your thread path. And everything seems to be running through just fine. But if I break the needle again, it would be time to stop, everyone. <laughs> Here, I'm just gonna sew in the air. You can do that. Ooh. Okay, so I've done something screwy with my serger. <laughs> and um, sorry about that, everybody. Um, I'll have to. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> this is classic classic live demo um uh you know where something goes wrong so anyway uh, mom says she's in the bathtub but yeah i so if you have if you continue to have some kind of issue with your machine don't keep going and i'll keep you all up to date on this but i do want to say that generally and i the the other thing i want to say is the problem is probably me um but generally when you are surging on these, if there's a problem, it's you. Uh, yeah, mom says is your needle thread hung up, and I don't think so. I, ch- I checked that. So anyway, I'm gonna check on that and get back with you all later today. But that is sort of the magic thing about the baby locks is that you don't have to, you know, that you don't have a threading order. You don't have to change it. But my um. Serger demo here where I mess it up is going to go down in posterity on the Facebook live uh, And you'll be able to search for it any old time So hopefully maybe I can make it up to you all later today, and I'll check this out while I'm not on camera so anyway, I'm gonna go see if I can um, Figure out what my issue is without boring you all and I will I hope you get something sewn today We're finalizing leggings class videos today I know that <laughs> my testers are like, "Hey, where's the leggings class?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we're a little behind on that, but uh, we will we will get it to you." So if you have any questions about the baby lock serger, if you're like, "Oh my gosh, Mallory broke her needle," and just you know, that's terrible. That normally doesn't happen. So anyway, <laughs> I'm g- I'm going live again because because I was screwing up my serger demo, <laughs> and and then while I was going, Sam came over to help me. <laughs> And then I tried to, like, get past her, and, like, I got my belly and my butt, like, stuck in the, in the whatever's over there. I don't know, a door? What is it, Sam? Yeah, the television <laughs> well, anyway, uh, I think, I think that when I started sewing with my presser foot up and I broke my needle, that there was a little piece of needle in there. So, anyway, I just want to show you guys <laughs> that I use this, this three-thread overlock wide all the time. Uh, hopefully... Hopefully it's uh, still working nicely. I'm going nice and slow. Hey, Stephanie, yeah, I'm back. (laughs) If you saw the beginning of this video, it's pretty funny. Okay, so, I'm going live. (laughs) You missed it, mom. Okay, so I uh, have a beautiful three-thread overlock wide here. I'll get it up and show y'all. And I promised that I didn't, like, switch out machines or something. But I think what happened was, and this is a good tip, in case this ever happens to you. I started sewing accidentally with my presser foot up. And I broke my needle, okay, because it got caught in there. And I think that there was a little piece of the needle that I didn't get out. So, anyway, I... Slowed down and I cleaned out the area put a new needle in re-threaded all was well And you know on Daniel Tiger this morning They were talking about taking your time and how you don't have to hurry and Daniel Tiger even sewed a bag On this episode of Daniel Tiger and he went too fast and he didn't sew up the bottom so anyway All right well this is just a little addendum to my previous live broadcast Just want to show you all is well with my lovely enlightened. But if you ever do have a sewing mishap, stop, pause, slow your roll, as, uh, as Stephanie says. And um, if you saw me laughing a bunch at the beginning of this live broadcast, it's because I'm so huge and pregnant and I got stuck between equipment in the sewing studio. <laughs> all right. Love you all. I'll talk to you later.